0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Get the good newsletter. All the news they don't want you to hear and more. Let's get around big tech with the good newsletter. Stay in touch. Go to JustinBarclay.com slash good news. That's JustinBarclay.com slash good news. Get the good news today. Hey, welcome into to the After Show, folks. It's the show after the show. Well, we call it the After Show. There's never a dull moment. There's never enough time to get to everything. Even in the hour that we cover on the radio show. That's why we started this After Show. A Rona report you won't want to miss. I didn't even get to mention it, but guess who tested positive yesterday? I mean, so think about all the news that's out there right now. This thing would have been like the top story of the day, and I, I just uh, I didn't even have time to get to it. But the uh, well, the high priest of health himself, <laughs> It's finally, yeah, finally, finally hit it. Uh, we will eat bugs and insects and be happy. Laura <laughs> says. Yeah, I don't know. I watched this this um, I watched this video of the uh, of the they say up to ten thousand cattle dead in Kansas. They say because of extreme heat, but that just doesn't quite sit together well with me because it, this is not the first time it's been hot in Kansas, folks. It's not the first time that we've had a little heat there. Now, I don't know. Maybe they didn't have the water resources they needed at that at that place to keep the the, the cows watered. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't imagine. Now I know there's maybe some farmers out there. If you if are a farmer and you you deal with cattle like this, or maybe you have some some news on this, drop something in the comments or, or feel free to jump on the phone with us or send me a text or whatnot. But I'd love to talk to you about it. Um I don't know what happened here. But I'm willing to ask Bill Gates. (laughs) Because everywhere there's something strange like this. You know, there was a baby formula shortage. And I don't know if you saw that, but the plant that was responsible for the baby formula shortage, that plant, they just got it back up and running again. That plant is going to be shut down for another couple of weeks now because of rain. They said flooding. Uh, I guess rain that got inside the plant, they've got to go through and... Disinfect everything again, sanitize it all. So, baby formula shortages. Uh, of course, Bill Gates has got a he's got a, a company that makes fake synthetic breast milk. Uh, Rising cost be- of oh, Of course, Bill Gates is there. He's got some sort of bugs or some sort of weird. Not real meat beyond what do they call it? Beyond meat that he that he wants us to eat. Everywhere you look, there's some sort of some sort of issue like this. He he is there. Uh, I want to talk with uh, Mark who joins us now. Mark's one of the guys that hangs out in the chat from time to time, and uh, Mark is uh, in the trucking industry. One of the things that we've been looking at recently, Mark, are the the issues with trucks, and we've heard the fuel costs have been. So out of control, so nuts that uh, some folks are deciding, especially owner operators, it's too—it's cost too much. They're just sitting out. I want to talk to you and find out what's going on here and um, what the impact might be, as we're hearing about store shelves that might become uh, empty and things like that. So, Mark, appreciate you being here with us today. How are you?
1: I'm good, Justin. It's good to be with you again.
0: You too, brother. First of all, have you seen this this video about these cows?
1: No, I just. We've been working trying to get trucks loaded and make money to stay above water.
0: So so there's a I'll just to tell you what this is. that there's a out in Kansas, they say up to 10,000 cattle are dead. The story says because of extreme heat. And I don't know if I buy that. It's been hot in Kansas before. Um, they've never had this problem this issue before, but 10,000 dead and I don't know if they didn't have water for them. I don't know if there's something else there. The Kansas Department of Health and Environment said 2,000 head of cattle succumbed to high heat and humidity as of Tuesday. Spokesman Matthew Laura said the calculation is based on the number of carcasses the agency has been able to help dispose of. So it's thousands, whether it's 10 or or, or 2 or whatever it is, the, uh, th- that's the, the story. The farming journal AgWeb.com reported the number of dead cows could be as high as 10,000. During these bouts of extreme heat, here's the goat. the cattle can't dissipate the heat at night because there's not night cooling, and so this perfect storm hits. Veterinarian Dr. Dan Thompson of Iowa State University told the site, no different than a tornado hitting a cattle feeding facility or a derecho uh, or whatever, whatever, and we have these natural disasters. Any thoughts on this? I mean, I maybe... Maybe just what it might do to, to beef prices and things like that. I, I don't know if you even have any expertise in this field, but I thought I'd get your, your take on
1: it. Well, I'm, I'm just going to go common sense. These ranches aren't dealing with anything today that they haven't dealt with in the last 15 years. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, they're, if their cattle are having, you know, heat issues, they know how to handle it, and they know where to get their water from. They all got wells on their property. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they have a drought issue and they can't get water out of their wells, that would probably explain the issue. But I can't imagine that they've never dealt with heat in their lives.
0: Ranches are giving more water to their herds and checking on them with greater regularity, the article says. There's mitigation strategies that we place, whether it's nutrition strategies for increasing water tank space and decreasing movement of cattle. All these things we're doing on a day-to-day basis the cattle deaths come as the ranching industry battles droughts and soaring feed costs into a global grain squeeze. That's the other thing that I've that I've I've heard. What the cost of grain is doing right now uh, to I'm these? Oh,
1: trucking that grain. you yeah. can't imagine. Yeah.
0: So we, we're going to wait to hear a little bit more out of this. Um, but you know, I kind of land on the same place here. It is. Um, it's odd. There's nothing new. Under the sun, so to speak, right? So there's the same issues they're dealing with now they would have been dealing with the last 15 years, the last 100, 200 years, whatever it was, um, in Kansas and and these other places with these ranches. What are you seeing on the forefront? You just said that you're trying to get trucks loaded, and and obviously I don't want to keep you long because you are working. uh, But what are you seeing when it comes to some of the big issues, some of the big problems, fuel costs, et cetera, and, and what does it mean?
1: You know, fuel fuel cost is just the new thing that we're dealing with and trying to jump through hoops. You know, it's what used to cost me two or three hundred dollars to fill up a truck is now nine hundred dollars to fill up a truck. The brokers that we have to deal with because most companies will not deal with carriers directly anymore. They only want to deal with brokers and third party logistics companies. Because they're trying to put up a wall of protection, which doesn't actually protect them, by using somebody else to hire the trucks. But what's happening is these brokers are making everybody do spot bids on all these loads, so you don't get to put in your fuel surcharges. You got to go all in on your bid, and you're bidding against you know a guy that's just out there trying to make a truck payment, you know this month, and he might be or he might be trying to get home. So you're bidding your truck with top cost insurance and overhead with some guy that's got one or two trucks out there that's maybe looking just to pay his fuel to get home mm. and that's what that's what we're dealing with but that's just a you know one of the avenues that we're battling the other thing is is truck parts yeah. you know the government has every truck since 97 98 dealing with death and The death is one of the biggest problems that we have with our trucks. If I have a maintenance issue on a truck, 99.9% of the time it's dealing with something that the government's made us put on our trucks, which is that diesel exhaust fuel part. And those parts are all on national back orders. A simple sensor that would be like us running to the auto parts store and buying a spark plug for a car, those sensors are a month to six weeks out. Once you figure out that you have it and the trucks will not run without the DEF system running at optimum, you know, we start getting derated. It's once it starts um, having sensor issues, it will derate the truck 25%. Then it will derate it 50%. And if you can't get that part within, you know, so many miles or so many hours, then it will only go five miles an hour, which now you got to pay a toll bill of. You know, six hundred to three thousand dollars to get to the nearest dealership to sit there for six weeks to two months waiting on a simple sensor, mm-hmm. and you know, so that's that's been over the last six months. That's been our biggest battle because those sensors go out every twenty to thirty thousand miles. Well, that's only a month to two months for us of running, and then we're down. You know, I've had I've, I've got twenty three trucks, you know, uh, twenty twenty three trucks and twenty twenty one trucks. And my 2021 trucks are on the road for two or three months and then are down for six weeks. So then you take that loss of revenue, plus now you're paying triple for fuel, and it's it's tough to stay above water.
0: You know, I've seen some um, of the the fuel shortages, videos, things like that, uh, specifically diesel. We've seen some of this uh, where guys are – the trucks are lined up on the roads – uh, they can't, the the, the the truck stops don't have fuel in them, especially on the East Coast. Have yeah. you run into any of that where they're lined up, they can't get in? One guy I saw did a video and he said, well, I, I, somebody on a farm gave me a little to, so I can get home. Uh, but nobody had, nobody had any diesel. They're they're, they're having that issue as, as well.
1: Well, we personally haven't seen it because we don't run into the back countries where you're off the main highways. We try to do all of our freight as close as we can to turnpikes and four-lane highways because they'll get the fuel faster than everybody else. Mm-hmm. But death that, that we're supposed to add in, that's, you know, Pilot and Flying J have said in the last six weeks that, you know, they're only allowed to ship in 50% of their normal shipments of the deaf. That's going to become the scarce thing as we get into July and August. And that so without also... DEF, again, we don't run.
0: That also impacts farmers, right? I mean, you got...
1: Oh, yeah. It impacts farmers. It impacts everybody. I mean, the store shelves, if you haven't prepared by this early this fall to later this fall, you're going to start seeing shelves because trucks are parking. You know, I'm, I'm hearing every day carriers that are going out of business because of the fuel and the death situation and, you know, all this is just compiling. It seems like the transportation industry is... Besides what's happening, what, what you see with the, you know, the food plant fires and things like that, the transportation industry is, I'm, t- I'm thinking, is the largest industry under attack right now, just because of the parts, the DEF issues. Now we're limited on fuel, and what fuel there is, it's you know triple the price of what we normally pay, and again, it's it's the cheapest fuel to create. Why is it more expensive than unleaded?
0: What, what do you know about, uh, I, I saw a little bit about uh, issues with uh, some of the rail lines um, not, not uh, shipping some of this stuff. What do you know about that?
1: I haven't, I haven't really watched that too much, but, you know, those guys, they're controlled by, you know, the elite 1% of America. The people that want to create these disasters are the ones that own the rail lines. Mm-hmm. You know, your Warren Buffetts and people like that. And they're all part of that whole central bank thing. Now we're, you know, obviously tapping into conspiracy theories, but, you know, it makes you think. You know, we're seeing what we're dealing with as truckers and what, you know, those rail lines are supposed to be able to do, you know, a hundred times more than what the transportation industry is doing from the ports out east and out west Mm -hmm. to the center of America for us to pick up and bring to the end users. So you know it's it's
0: just it makes you really wonder what's going on i uh yeah no i i wonder too in in, in particular in the rail issues um the, the particular rail I saw it was did did have a uh somebody in the chat will probably tell us but did, did have a connection to blackrock and and uh,
1: you know those guys own well, yeah blackrock is they own everything yeah
0: so so you just said it and I think I ought to let you maybe get, paint the picture for us a little bit more clear of how what things are going to look like you just mentioned in the fall as trucks are start, uh, starting to you know just park in some places and in some cases what what will the store shelves look like in the fall if this doesn't get corrected
1: what well, we saw with uh, the outbreak of the coronavirus isn't even isn't even close to what we're going to be seeing later this, you know, I'd say August to November is going to be the window.
0: Say that again? Okay. August to November?
1: Yep. Toward the end of August and to the mid part of November, I think that's when they're going to see the biggest shortages on the shelves.
0: So what should people do? You know, if, if they can to get prepared. I mean, the cost of everything, they haven't done anything yet. The cost of everything starting to, I mean, continues to go up here. What what should or can people do right now?
1: Well, you know, obviously if you're growing a garden this summer, you're going to want to be canning. Mm-hmm. You know, to help get yourself through the winter because it's not going to, what, what, what's going to come isn't going to be able to be replenished within a year to a year and a half. To And I don't think they'll ever get back to normal. I think we're always going to be chasing our tails, and that's exactly where everybody wants us to be.
0: What does that, yeah? You know, what does that look like for people like you, who are in business?
1: Well, for us, it's you know we're our obviously our revenue, which has been chopped over the last six to eight years from maybe a thirty-five percent margin was down to a 17, and now we're probably less than 3% with the fuel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of planned for it once, you know, once I knew that Biden was going to take office, I started banking money away to help ride through a portion of it, but I don't think I'm going to have two years worth of, you know, operating capital stash to make it through the whole two years. I'm probably good for a year at least, but, You know, I I can see a lot of trucking companies that weren't able to plan for it or weren't smart enough to plan for it, and they might be six months, nine months tops before they're going to probably have to just start, you know, stopping trucking, get out of the industry, go find something else to do. It's just, it's at that point. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping that if we can keep our, if we can keep our wheels turning and making a and swapping dollars right now, we still have what we have put away for the emergency days, like today that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can go a year and a half, almost two years, but it's going to be tight. You know, I'm hoping that I had enough, but when you get these breakdowns and you're waiting on parts, that really puts a dent on that operating capital that I got set aside. Because now all of a sudden, you know, we just we just we just had a truck that's been waiting six months for repairs down in Tennessee. And that truck generates, you know, five to $10,000 a week in revenue. So you figure five months of all that lost revenue. And where does that put me at? Mm -hmm. And I'm making payments on those trucks and paying, you know, $2,000 a month insurance for each of these trucks. So it's, you know, it's a toll. So right now I'm, I'm just glad to be swapping dollars and keeping my head above water and see how long I can ride it out.
0: You, you talked a little bit about this a while back, uh, Margaret. I'm trying to remember if it's been like back in the fall or, or sometime last year when we, when we first had these conversations about getting prepared about what you can do. And you talked about some of the things you had done personally, and you talked about inflation and you said we are buying things shelf stable stuff that we can buy ahead of time and store up, um, and have, um, you know. So if the time comes, these things get so expensive. You talked about all that. What yeah. what what else? I mean, I mean, you're probably looking back now, thinking, oh, thank goodness we did some of this. But if if somebody's just doing, what would you tell them to do right now? If 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 you're trying to get ready.
1: Boy, if you're not already halfway ready, it's going to be a hard start for you because of the, you know, the inflation cost of everything. Like I've pretty much, when I started the day Biden was elected, mm-hmm. so between his election date and his inauguration date, that's when me and me and Kelly bought three to four years worth of the young perishables and stocked them away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were in good. We, we've already made over ten percent on our money. I can't make that in the savings account. So, if somebody was to get started on that now, hmm. they're going to be paying that the price today compared to what it's going to be come fall or into next year. Yeah. They'll probably be able to still make about 5% on their money. Yeah. Because it's not slowing down going up.
0: And you'll have it when you need it.
1: And you'll have it when you need it. So, you want to get into the unperishables and Get in, like we talked earlier, you want to get in with your local farmers and start figuring out who has what fresh products that you can get and stay, you know, plenished as long as you can, along with growing your own gardens. I mean, it's kind of hard to, you know, get going right now on growing a garden, but there are some vegetables that you can still plant and get prepared to can them and, and get storage for this fall to get through the winter because, you know, if, if you don't have farmers that aren't going to have, you know, lettuce and stuff throughout the winter time, right? those those are the, the greens are going to be the hard things to get. And that's, that's you know, you want to try to get as much of that stuff and, and prepare it, um, you know, make your homemade coleslaws ferment a lot of your vegetables, get that stuff off. Uh, um, storage ready for through the winter, so you can get into next summer and start getting back out to the farmers markets. But when you go to the farmers markets now, get contact information for each of those farmers that you're getting the stuff from, because they will sell farm direct.
0: Get ready, no matter what you do, you got to do something. Uh, pray about it and, um, and and consider what that might be. Mark, I appreciate you giving us a bit of a you know, just to sort of a look at some of this stuff. Uh, we will talk in the future more with folks who are prepping and, and doing those things that give you some ideas there. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time, brother. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, always a, always a pleasure talking with you, Justin. Have a great day, buddy.
0: You got it, brother. Uh, preparewithjustin.com, uh, another resource. You can get the, the, the uh, food that is twenty has a 25-year shelf life. It's the uh, the food that uh, is storable. Um. And uh, we, you know, we did a little bit of this, you know, um, you can go crazy. You can get, you know, your supplier more, but think about it. Ask God whatever it is that you, you, you know, you ought to do. And I think he'll lead you kind of in that direction. I don't, I don't, I can't tell you. Somebody asked me the other day, how much do you think I should get? And I said, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to be uh, looking at. I, I, I guess I continue to look at this, but. We ought to have something, if it's not at least for us, but but also for your friends, family, neighbors, uh, so that maybe you ought, you know, you could be able to help them out in a pinch as well. Right now, if you go to preparewithjustin.com, they got a four-week emergency food supply. You can save fifty dollars on it, ships fast. You can get it there uh, quick to you. Ultimate solar power and cooking emergency food kit, save two hundred and thirty-two bucks on that. Solar, that's another thing that you may want to think about when it comes to being prepared we have been hearing about the uh, the outages, the blackouts, and some of those other things as well. Just go to preparewithjustin.com. That's preparewithjustin.com. And uh, the folks in My Patriot Supply will get credit for that, and uh, you'll also be prepared. Again, you don't have to go nuts. You know, you can just buy a little bit more here and there at the store if you'd like. You can uh, do some canning. You do some gardening like they uh, he just mentioned and several others have. These are all things that are, that are feasible to do, but you do have that other option. Preparewithjustin.com. I never tell you this stuff or or have these conversations to 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 uh, to invoke a spirit of fear. I don't want that. I, I just want you to be prepared. I want you to be empowered. So think about what you can do and think about what we should do as we as we move forward. Looking at some of these things, just a light Thursday. <laughs> You know, just a light news Thursday, right? Nothing crazy in the news, but it does make you think. It really does make you think. Look about how fragile. I think that's one of the things for me during twenty twenty. When when I when I walked into the grocery store for the first time and I saw empty shelves. To me, it showed me how fragile the whole thing really is. That, that that we were living in like a really an illusion. We're living in some sort of an illusion where, you know, just walk in the grocery store and everything's there. Everything you need, everything is there. Uh, there's an abundance of it all. And that's just not reality. Those stores, this the shelves are stocked daily. The supply chain starts to break down. You know, we know how all that stuff gets there, right? So it, it is something that we ought to be aware of, but don't let it get to you. Don't let it Burden you, don't let it bring you down. Be empowered by it. Be empowered by it. And remember fear not. God is still on the throne. He's still on the throne. That's where my hope, my, my, uh, My faith is my joy. So uh, I bring you a couple of these pieces of these stories that I think are worth uh, mentioning and looking at today. Would you like a lighter moment, something to kind of give us a chuckle? I could use a little chuckle. What about you? Uh, Ron DeSantis was asked uh, the other day what he thought about Elon Musk's statement that he was leaning towards uh, supporting Ron DeSantis in the 2024 presidential election, he was asked about that at a press conference yesterday. Here's what DeSantis had to say. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk. So what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused on 2022. Uh, but with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from
1: African-Americans. What can I say?
0: <laughs> right. yeah, but he welcomes support from African-Americans. There you have it. african American. Elon Musk saying that he he's leaning towards voting for Ron DeSantis in 20 Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire,
0: huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 24. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's kind of an interesting story. I don't know what, uh, I, you know, if you look at some of the polls that are out right now. Uh, DeSantis is polling very well. Is he in that race? Or does Trump announce? I mean, do you announce if, if Trump announces? I think DeSantis probably doesn't announce if Trump announces. Some people say they want to see him together. I don't see that happening. I heard one guy, a very interesting strategy, that Trump would run But he would pledge that he would step down in his second year, and that would bring uh, DeSantis up, and then he could run um, another—he could run twice. He could be elected twice so that he could serve 10 years. So I just thought that was an interesting strategy, although— Probably not a strategy that uh, that is that is realistic. Let's we'll just say that. Hang on, folks. Let's get a runner report. Interested to see where you weigh in on some of this stuff. Welcome in, a High Priest to Health himself, Saint Anthony of Wuhan. Yep, the. The latest from Saint Anthony Wu on is is we've been wondering he's been hiding where has be has he been well now we know he tested positive. Uh, you know, ah, uh, this is probably I wear my mask. I, you know, I get my boosters. He's quadruple boosted. You know, the fact of the matter is, Anderson, I I got I got four doses. I'm quadruple boosted. And all of these people say it. By the way, they all say it every time the story comes out. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the shots. I'm thankful for the shots. Oh, look at what they've done for me. I've got, um, what do they say? I've got the uh, the, uh, the moderate symptoms. Nothing Nothing to deal with. You know, nothing big. Nothing big. Yesterday, the FDA uh, committee on the jabs, I told you this was going to happen, rubber-stamped a vote 21 to nothing to recommend Pfizer and Moderna's shots to infants and toddlers. Not one member, not one single member brave enough to object. There you have it. Can you imagine? We're talking infants and toddlers. Now, I don't necessarily think that there shouldn't be access to these things if parents want them. I would not do this for my child. Everything we know about COVID is very obvious. The data is out there. It's very little effect on children at all. It doesn't really harm them or affect them very much at all. Now, you've got a kid who's got some sort of other issues, and maybe as a parent you want all the tools available to you, I think you ought to have tools available. I do. That's the right to try, right? But at the end of the day, I just see that there is a lot, there is a far greater risk to these kids with these jabs than than there is to getting the COVID. And, And that's probably for most healthy people. They pre-approved Pfizer for three shots. That's because it took three shots in Pfizer's trial to show any substantial increase in antibodies. Pfizer's data on the three doses still looks sketchy, the point uh, that committee member Paul Offit remarked that while we supported authorizing three doses, he expects four doses might really be needed to make it work. Four doses. Pediatrics professor and committee member Dr. Jay Portnoy lamely explained, quote, I know that the death rate from COVID in young children may not be extremely high, quote, but it's absolutely terrifying to parents who have their child be sick. So many parents who are absolutely desperate to get this jab, he says, and he thought the committee owes it to them to give them the choice. Interestingly, uh, interestingly, during the pandemic, hearing part of the meeting, there were a bunch of people who signed in and waited for hours for a chance to describe their vaccine injuries and to plead with the committee to look at what's happening to adults before authorizing for kids. For example, Jasmine King, a 38-year-old lawyer whose law license lapped after she was injured by her first dose of Moderna said she had been to over 50 doctor's appointments. She spent more than $20,000 in copays, treatments, supplements, dealing with her injuries. King said she is now being monitored for Lou Gehrig's disease and has developed sensory nerve symptoms, motor nerve problems, heart palpitations, and autonomic nervous system issues, all after being poked. During these moving stories from real-life vaccine victims, the committee members looked on stoically, emotionless, if anything, looking a little bored. Like they were thinking, uh, when will these MAGA people be finished? This according to Coffee and COVID. Jeff Childers writes this morning, after the vote, Representative Louis Gohmert from Texas told reporters, all the risks are to the innocent children, and all of the billion-dollar rewards go to the government-protected pharmaceuticals. Now the needles have been rubber-stamped, the FDA is likely to approve these shots for kids, kids who absolutely do not need them, just to satisfy the demands of their parents who apparently seem to have some sort of mental issue. Tragically, Illinois Democrat and U.S. Representative Sean Kasten's 17-year-old daughter Gwen died suddenly and expectedly in her sleep Sunday night. In a statement yesterday, Congressman Kasten said, the only thing we know about her death is that it was peaceful. And the only lesson we can take from that is to savor the moments that you have with your loved ones in highlighted his daughter's activism, her trumpet skills, and her purpose to fight for such causes as gun control, LGBTQ allyship, women's rights to choose, and Black Lives Matter. Gwen had just graduated from high school and planned to study environmental science at the University of Vermont. The day after her death, someone deleted all Gwen's tweets about COVID and the jabs, but still, an alert researcher found this tweet. I'm fortunate to have been double vaccinated and boosted when I got COVID two weeks ago. Felt like a cold. The media needs to stop spotlighting opinions that are dot, dot, dot. Who knows what the rest of it said. On May 17th, Kasten tweeted that his whole family was getting the jabs. And everyone in my family, including my 14-year-old daughter, has started their process of... Getting the Fauci-ouchie. Sudden adult death syndrome is something we've been talking about, particularly over the last day or so. Especially, it is tragic, especially when it hits a a, a child. We've seen what's been happening with uh, celebrities like Justin Bieber and his wife and It is very, um, it's very concerning. Medical Daily ran an explosive story yesterday, headline, severe severe COVID-19 rare in unvaccinated people, survey reveals. Wait a minute, what? Severe COVID-19 rare in unvaccinated people, survey reveals? The story describes a survey conducted between September 2021 and February 22 with results just uploaded, To the ResearchGate preprint server, the survey summarized data from over 18,500 respondents in the control group project with more than 300,000 total participants. The researchers concluded the data shows that compared to the jab, unjabbed people reported fewer hospitalizations. Let me say that again. Unjabbed people reported fewer hospitalizations. The international survey also found that unjabbed, unpoked, free-range humans from over 175 countries were more likely to rely on self-care for their COVID infections using off-label drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and natural products like vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and quercetin. Not surprisingly, unjabbed survey respondents also scored higher on skepticism about pharmaceuticals, distrust of government information, and fear of the possible adverse effects of the vaccines in the long run. But don't worry about the narrative, they say, because the survey was conducted by a natural medicine group. Corporate media can just safely ignore it, which they would have done anyway. The WHO has updated its COVID guidance yesterday. At this point, asymptomatic COVID tested is only recommended for at-risk groups like workers in health care and long-term care. So what they're saying is testing people who don't have symptoms is only recommended for healthcare workers or folks that are in long-term care like nursing homes, et cetera. According to the WHO's latest and best advice, widespread COVID screening is no longer recommended due to significant costs. And get this, a lack of data showing any effectiveness. A shocked CNN headline flash yesterday said, creeping surveillance. China's QR health codes were supposed to protect people from COVID. Now they're being used to shut down protests. Oh boy. They're baffled. Those codes were supposed to be used for COVID. It was just a right-wing conspiracy theory that China would use those same technology for social control. Ha. Ah. Yes. Yes, let me, let me just, let me see if I can find it here, my trusty tinfoil hat. <laughs> I mean, what can you make? You just, you couldn't make this stuff up anymore, could you? What can you say at the end of the day? The tinfoil hat available right now. Everything in the store, justinbarkley.com. Coupon code dad20 to save 20% off on it all. The tinfoil hat, by the way, is uh is a great conversation starter. People, are like, what is that? What do you mean? Be- what, is- what are you talking about? What is what do you mean, tinfoil hat?
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: Ch-ch-chumba.
1: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. Eighteen plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well,
0: <laughs> Now you can have your very own ten foil hat. You can be an extremist, just like parents at school board meetings or people who feel and believe that, you know, folks ought to appreciate life and life of the unborn as well. How about this letter from the group? Jane's Revenge. It's a full statement announcing that it's open season on pro-life pregnancy centers. Future measures, quote, may, may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti, the terrorist group threatens. Meanwhile, Attorney General Merrick Garland is busy looking at folks who are showing up at school board members. And arresting people running for governor in the state of Michigan. This is actually, if you if you look at what they've done in the past, the 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 fact of how um, unhinged some of these people are, and what they're looking to do. Not not only the fact we had someone who tried to assassinate a sitting Supreme Court justice. And it's like the, the mainstream media completely ignores it's like it, like it never happened. Here's some of the pictures from some of the things that they've done. By the way, firebombing. And I, I think that the extremist nature of who these people are, I mean, we're talking about real extremists here, can only be understood when you understand what they're actually doing. What are they actually doing? They are attacking and threatening to attack pregnancy resource centers. These are groups of people who are actually offering resources to mothers who decide to keep their babies. I thought this was all about choice. A woman's right to choose. These women have chosen to keep their babies, and they're doing what we're told so often never happens, which is... They're actually being supported by members of the community, members who actually believe in life, so they're coming alongside these women and offering them resources and help. And these places are being attacked. They're being firebombed. They're being vandalized. Well, that says quite a bit, doesn't it? In a lot of cases, these places will offer ultrasounds to the mom. And after she's decided to keep her baby, they will offer her diapers, food, money in a lot of cases. Offer to help with rent and all kinds of other things. We're told after all that these kids need to be killed because their they're moms, that they can't afford to, to keep them. And that that's the issue. That's the, the only issue. And yet there are groups, there are people willing to stand up, to step up, to actually provide the help that these folks are told that they won't get if they keep their babies. It is a, it's a story we'll continue to follow, but it is a, it's a story that's a sign of the times. How could we fix today if we just had a magic wand and fixed the issues we see with the energy prices, et cetera? What what could we do? Is it simple as snapping your fingers or waving that magic wand if you had one? Well, Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary thinks so. In fact, he was being interviewed over on CNBC about this the other day. I said, this "Is this is this is pretty simple? This is what Biden could do immediately to start to ease some of the issues we're seeing."
1: Here's how you fix
0: that problem. It was a policy mistake by Biden when he came in. You reverse the mistake. All you have to do is jawbone. The oil market's a futures market. Just announced you're going to license three new refineries on the East Coast. Also announced we're going to re-examine the, the, the XL pipeline. We're going to give back the leases in Anwar. We're going to give more carbon direction to understand what the costs are. All of those policy mistakes could be reversed by just getting up and job-owning it. You could take oil down below 100 bucks if you got more accommodative towards the future production. Yeah. Now, Biden may not do that. That's on him, and he'll pay dearly. for that say, I was going to say, I have a bridge. I- yeah, so there you go. He said they'll pay dearly for that. So where are we right now? Let's take a look at the uh, the markets. Um, they're showing up Fox News 737 down 737. The Dow 737 today. 737 points as we speak. That'll fluctuate back and forth. We'll keep an eye on it through the day. But that is part of what we're keeping an eye on. Uh, we'll continue to monitor this coverage, this news, and and many, many other things. I want to remind you this weekend, our podcast will drop on Saturday. Great conversation yesterday with Adam Davis. Adam is a, a really good guy. He is a, uh, he's a former cop who turned author and has decided to go out there and make a difference. And, in fact, he has in a lot of different ways. He's written several books. In fact, that... Uh, I think you might find interesting. If you have friends or family, people that are in law enforcement, they'll they'll enjoy these books. A lot of them are they're books that are are written, I, I think devotions in some ways, in order to provide a little bit of a um an experience. A better experience, you know, maybe Maybe guidance, I think, is, is is a better word. Uplift the people who are serving on a daily basis. He also walked through some of the video with us. What he watched when he saw the, uh, the body cam, the uh, footage from the doorbell, the footage from uh, the passenger in the car. Of course, that officer in that case fired by the Grand Rapids Police Department. After the city manager had uh, made that recommendation, Um, Adam Davis speaks, I think, quite candidly and uh, very well about all of this. That'll be the podcast this weekend. I encourage you to check that out. You'll enjoy it. It's up uh, on Rumble portions of it already right now. But you'll also be able to download it in your podcast app, the IR Radio app, or wherever. Wherever you get your podcasts this weekend good chance um good chance that i won't be here tomorrow i'll just tell you right now it looks like i may take a day off tomorrow i'm just gotta i gotta get the uh, full approval from the committee i may have to call joe biden himself and and find out but there is a good chance that i won't be here uh tomorrow so you, you know I, mean, I, I feel like i can tell you but I, I didn't i didn't talk about that on the air today because I wasn't 100% and I'm still not. So if you see a, you know, if you see, you happen to see like a notification tomorrow morning, maybe that's me and I decided to come in. Uh, but it, when, when I got to get up and do an early day like I did today, I mean, I'm, I'm up early, early. I mean, I'm up so early it's late, folks. <laughs> that's what these people that have to do these early morning shifts, it's uh, so early that it's late. That's how early I am. And then I and I do a full show, five hours, then I do my show, then I do this after show, and then I've got some more work I've got to get done. So I might just take tomorrow off. And I want to stay healthy. I uh I I I think that's a good thing for us to focus on. We have a couple of people in our building here that tested positive. And uh and honestly. <laughs> I don't, I've don't. i had it twice already, um, and I'm not concerned about, you know, about getting sick. But I, I think, you know, we ought to take care of ourselves. It's one of the things I've learned over the last couple of years. Take a little bit better care of ourselves. Well, maybe we should eat better. I don't know. Maybe take a little, some vitamins, some supplements, that sort of thing. So I make sure I do that. I want to thank one of our sponsors here today, folks, Patriot Switch people are asking about inflation we're asking about things you can stock up on their you know food or maybe even the the shelf stable things the folks at patriotswitch.com have made the best attempts they can of course they've done a, a great job of keeping things prices low and inflation keeping inflation from really taking hold they've done a couple of really smart things if you are looking for an alternative to the big box store anyway Patriotswitch.com may be the alternative for you. Drop those woke conglomerates, those folks that continue. We're voting with our dollars whether we like it or not. They're sending our money to the woke causes, the things that we just don't align with our values. You see it all month this month, what they're promoting and pushing in their stores, what the products, the brands are pushing. Every time we spend money with them, We give them a vote. We support those causes. It's time to switch. Make the switch today. Over 2 million monthly shoppers have already done it. When you go to PatriotSwitch.com, put in your name, your number, and your email. Collect my name when it asks you, where did you hear about this? say Justin Barkley from that growing list of patriots who are talking about these things. Making the shift. And you can make the switch as well. When you head to PatriotSwitch.com, that's PatriotSwitch.com, PatriotSwitch.com. Always a pleasure, folks. I got to tell you, over the last three months, we've made the switch as a family. I am beyond excited. My wife, we got a a box of goodies yesterday, and she lit up. She goes, oh, my gosh, almost everything in here is for me. And I I said, I know what you're talking about. I know. You're excited. It's like Christmas when you get stuff delivered. And, by the way, you can ditch folks like Amazon, yes. Happy to do that. All right, folks. If I uh, if I don't see you back here tomorrow, make it a great weekend. Happy Father's Day to you. Wishing you best. God bless. Are you on Locals? If you haven't checked this new platform out, it's a lot of fun, and there's some things that are happening over there that I think you're just going to love. Go to justinbarclay.locals.com. I'm going to provide some exclusive content there. We're going to do some live stream stuff, some Q&As, and some things that you're just not going to see anywhere else, behind the scenes, and much more. Plus, it gives you a chance to help support the show, help support what we're doing here. You can become a member and get access to all of that good stuff. Of course, you can join for free, but there's a great way to support us with the membership as well. Just seven bucks a month. You get all kinds of extra goodies when you go to justinbarclay.com or justinbarclay.locals.com. That's justinbarclays.locals.com. Well, they're today. Well, let's see you in there